Hello, Rebel Queen, and welcome back to another experience of Channel 211. I'm your host, Rebecca Kiger. I'm a trauma-informed master practitioner of neuro-linguistic programming, as well as a financial expert of over 15 years. Channel 211 is your opportunity to receive channeled and inspired guidance from my highest self to yours that's intended to transcend time and space so that no matter when you're listening to this episode, there is a powerful and potent message just for you. These messages are designed to help you step into the wildly wealthy woman of your own life. I can't wait to get started, so let's dive in. Welcome back, Rebel Queens. I'm so excited to be here today. Today I'm sitting on my beautiful deck outside and I'm just going to see how this goes in terms of the audio experience. I tested it and so yeah, hopefully like the wind or anything isn't too crazy um, and nobody like starts cutting their grass. But anyways, I have a message to share and it's a channel 211 message that's coming from my higher self to yours and I really just want to share it and... I'm going to do it outside today. So we'll see how it goes. I think the audio will be fine. So first and foremost, I just want you to take a moment to really be present to your surroundings. Be present to the fact that you press play today. Be present in your body. Just take a moment to just be present. Sometimes we're going so freaking fast that we can't actually slow down enough to really be fully present and recognize that it's in this moment that we're creating our reality. It's in this moment that we're actually living our life. You're not just driving to wherever you're driving. You're not just sitting around your house or cleaning or working out. You are literally living your life in this moment and I just want you to be present to that for a second and I want you to give yourself some grace just give yourself some grace right now for whatever it is that maybe you've been hard on yourself maybe you've been really really down on yourself for something lately You've been maybe thinking that you should be further along than you are. Or that something should be different. That you should be somewhere else other than where you are right now at this particular time in your life in this moment. And give yourself some grace. I just want you to imagine that you're sending love from your heart center and enveloping your whole self in a beautiful ball of light emitting from your heart center. Just send yourself love. I like to visualize myself just being wrapped in a beautiful golden sparkling light of energy. Just wrapping myself in love and compassion Maybe if you can and you're not driving, just give yourself a little hug right now. Just really get to present to the fact that you 
up until this point in your life have literally done everything that you have known how to do to get to where you are. And that no matter if you're happy with where you are or you want to keep going or you're unhappy with where you are, maybe you're just not happy or unhappy, but you're neutral and you just want to get further. You guys might hear that airplane. Just disregard it <laughs> and stay with me for a moment. And really, I just want you to know that you have up until this point been doing the best that you possibly could with the knowledge that you had at that time. And that's it. And you don't know what you don't know. And so if you want to be further along in life right now, you want to be moving in a different direction than where you have been, then you can set the intention to do that. But when you know better, you can do better. But there are things in your life that have happened in the past that you really didn't know now. And so many times we can beat ourselves up for this idea that we should be doing something else. Or I wish I would have known this faster. Or I wish I would have known this sooner. Or I wish I would have done that. I wish, I wish, I wish, right? And all of that just takes away <laughs> from the beauty of the present moment which is a gift. I'm sure you've heard the expression. The reason that we call the present the present is because it's a gift. And recognizing right now that there's really no past other than in your mind and there's no future. The only thing you ever have is right now. And this leads me into my message for today. I really want to talk about this concept of overthinking. I've had a huge epiphany in my own life over the last few weeks. And I'm going to be sharing more on here as it unfolds because I figured out the secret of life. And that's an episode that we're going to have next time. Because I'm going to share all of this with you. And I want to start with this concept of overthinking. See, because this has been a pattern that I've pretty much run my entire life. And it's really something that has become very obvious recently. And this is also why I talk so much about awareness. Like we can't shift something in our life that we're unaware of. If I'm not paying attention to the fact that I'm overthinking, if I'm not actually present to the fact that I'm overthinking and that I'm spending too much time in my head and not enough time in the doing, not enough time in my body, not enough time with my intuition, if I'm not present to the fact that I'm doing it, it's a blind spot for me. We talk about blind spots a lot and one of the things that a blind spot is, right, is you being able to see in someone else a pattern that they're running that they can't see. That's a blind spot. That's a blind spot for them. We all have them. There's nothing wrong with that. But part of our awakening journey, part of our becoming the wildly wealthy woman, part of us 
stepping into who it is that we're being called to be has to do with becoming aware of the ways that we're holding ourselves back. Because we can't shift something if we're unaware of it. So sometimes as a coach and a mentor, I run this habit of spending too much time in trying to uncover what it is that I'm doing, the patterns that I'm running, the cycles, and not enough time in the actual action steps to overcome them. And I don't know if this resonates with you. Have you ever had that happen where it's like you're just thinking too much into it? It's like you know what you have to do. You know what you want to do. You know where you're being led. And yet you'll talk yourself out of it. You'll literally think your way out of making decisions. This is a pattern I've run for a really long time. And this is also why I was reminded if you run this pattern of a book that I read years ago that I just put back on this morning. And I was literally like so emotional as I'm listening to this book because I'm seeing how much I fell back into this. And see, this is, I'm going to share with you the book in a, in, a, in a second, but this is the thing. Like journey, the journey of personal development, spiritual development, your journey of life doesn't mean that you're always going to be perfect when you're on this path and your desire is to grow and become the best version of you. It doesn't mean that you're never going to struggle with the things that you struggled with before. It's just then our decision to say, oh my gosh, I'm seeing this. I've become aware of this now. And now I know how to shift. I can go back and use my tool kit the tools in my tool belt to shift this. That's all. I know how to shift this now. So to me, one of the most powerful things that a coach can provide, that I provide to my clients, that my coach provides to me, is a toolkit. (laughs) Because a coach can't do it for you. My coach can't do it for me but she can give me her ideas, her perceptions, her ways of doing things that I can have in my tool belt as tools that when I'm running certain patterns and habits that I can just pull them out and say, oh, this is what I do when I'm overthinking. So the book that I was talking about is called The Five Second Rule by by Mel Robbins. And you may have read this book before because I talked a lot about this in my beginning stages of my journey, but this book is all about how Mel, basically, her life was falling apart (laughs) because she wasn't taking action. She knew what to do. She didn't do it. And she was so in her head, overthinking, feeling depressed, feeling anxious. And every time she thought about doing something, it was too overwhelming and she didn't. So she created this rule And I'll share a little bit about it, but you can definitely, I mean, I would 1000% recommend that if you struggle with this, listening to the book, I like it on audible because I love Mel. I love her. She is so down to earth. um, And she just narrates it really well. It's very engaging. It's one of those things you kind of feel like you're on a journey. And it's like almost like she's talking directly to you and not just reading off an audio book. 
So I would highly, highly, highly recommend it. But she talks about this concept of how to get out of your brain, out of your mind, and into your body and just taking the action. And she created this method to stop herself from snoozing, like hitting the snooze button in the morning and sleeping in. And she just visualized this rocket ship. I don't know, something before she fell asleep the night before. I don't know the exact story. But she also has a TED Talk on it, all about it. So you can go and watch the TED Talk if you don't want to buy the book. But anyways, she talks about how she visualized, she visualized this rocket ship blasting off. And she just said, you know what, five, four, three, two, one. I'm just going to get out of bed. I'm just going to blast off. I'm just going to force myself to do it. I'm just going to do it. I'm not going to overthink it. I'm just going to do it. And it worked. It worked for her. So if you're struggling to take the action that you want, I really want to encourage you to start considering using some sort of tool in your tool belt, like the five second rule. And she just basically started seeing that this worked every day. She would just go and do it. And then she stopped using, she started, she kept using it, of course, on the snooze, but then she started using it on other areas of her life too. Anyways, went on to do all of this research and work with neuroscientists to realize that your brain (laughs) actually only, you only have like less than five seconds, somewhere around five to seven seconds or something before your brain will talk you out of taking action. So if you have an inspired idea and you want to move it into an action, right? But you are so used to overthinking, you can use this technique and you don't give your, your brain the time to talk you out of it. You don't give your trauma the time to talk you out of it, to convince you that you shouldn't do it. And so I'm just being reminded through the different things that have been coming up in my own life of how much I've actually been in my head lately. And I love this tool and I love this and I'm going to use it again. I used it for a long time and then I kind of fell off. And I just realized that I know that if I'm struggling with this, as much of the personal development work that I've done, as much of the healing of the trauma, as much as the nervous system dysregulation that I've done, I know that if I struggle with this, that there's someone out there that also struggles with this too. And that's why I wanted to create an episode on this because My goal on this podcast is to go deeper and be more connected with you, as you know. And with that also means being more vulnerable and more transparent and more open with you about the things that are going on so that I can help you shift as well. See, sometimes just knowing that other people struggle with the same things that we struggle with can be so, so, so healing. I remember being in a really high level mastermind working with other multi six and seven figure entrepreneurs and just watching them struggle with the same things I struggled with. It just gave me so much permission to say, okay, like these are still human beings. These are still human women (laughs) that are here struggling And even though on the outside, their success looks so incredible, and it is, it is, 
massive levels of success, massive levels of visibility, hundreds of thousands, if not millions of followers in some cases, working with some of these women, I'm just like, oh my God, they're still struggling with the same things that I do. And there was a level of permission that was unlocked in me by seeing and experiencing that, that I want to give to you. Because I know that there's a lot of people who will say to me, well, it's easy for you to say, or I bet you don't struggle with this, or thinking somehow that just because we get to a certain level of success and we've accomplished things in our life, that somehow it makes us less human, less susceptible to emotions, less susceptible to the average everyday things that people struggle with. And the reality is, especially in my 17 years doing this and handling people's finances and seeing how people are from all levels, I work with people of all different income and asset levels and seeing people through the years who have more money than they know what to do with and are still miserable, still dealing with family issues and family problems, like stuff that we just think that, hey, when someone reaches this level of success, that they're going to be like all the problems go away. And it's just such a facade. It really seriously is. And that's why, you know, I think it's important for us to be vulnerable and truthful about what we actually struggle with as coaches and mentors to help give people permission that it's okay. Give people permission to take the action, the messy and perfect action. And that is what I want to call up in you today. That is what I want to invite you to do today is recognize that taking the messy imperfect action is actually what's going to get you there. See, if I were just sitting around thinking about recording this podcast episode, but didn't come and actually just do it, you're never going to get the message because I will overthink it. If I allow my brain to take control, even though I've done a tremendous amount of work on my mindset, I still have a human brain (laughs) and there are certain things that our human brain does to want to keep us comfortable, to want to keep us safe, to want to talk us out of things. It could be trauma scripts. It could be old programs. But the reality is it doesn't really matter. When you're led to do something, I want to invite you to use a rule like the five second rule or how whatever works for you some people will put like a rubber band around their hand and like snap it you know and like whatever works for you but ultimately at the end of the day if you're spending more time thinking about what it is that you want to do in the world and not doing it then you're actually not living your life you're thinking about living your life, but you're not actually living your life. And that was a huge realization that I had the other day where I was like, I keep thinking about doing all of these things, but I'm not actually doing them. And I have all of these incredible ideas and I have all of this knowledge and wisdom as it relates to these topics that I'm here to share with the world. And yet I have been overthinking 
and keeping myself small. So my commitment is that I'm going to be spending way less time in my head and way more time doing, way more time in my body and in my intuition. And I want to invite you to do the same. I want to invite you to when you have an inspired hit to do something, that you use a five-second rule. You count down from five. You say five, four, three, two, one, and you do it on one. And don't allow your brain to talk you out of it. Because in the overthinking, I read this comment the other day, and it's so funny. Like Once we recognize these patterns, once we start to realize what we're doing, then all the signs start to appear. At least that's how it works for me. And so the second that I realized is I had like a three-hour long conversation with my husband who's He's a projector in human design, which if you know and understand projectors, right, they are here to help guide the collective to do things in a better way. So my husband is always, he's such an incredible coach and like mentor to me. (laughs) It's amazing because I feel like I have like a a built in free, amazing coach. Uh, Well, he costs me, you know, you know how it is with men. But (laughs) anyways, I love that we can sit there and talk and he helped me just to discover um, a lot of these things and, and kind of help me do things in a different way, right? Guide me to this. But we had this whole three hour long conversation the other day about this and I just realized that I, when I get the inspired action, instead of thinking about a better way to do it, instead of overthinking, instead of thinking, oh, is this the right thing? Is this that? Is it that? questioning my every freaking intuitive hit that comes through so just do it I'm not going to overthink it I'm just going to do it and there have been periods of my life where that's the way that I lived but trauma does something to our brain I'm just going to be 100% honest the studies have been studies have actually shown that when you experience trauma you know during your childhood years or adult years big T or little t trauma that it affects the way that your neural pathways work. It does. I'm not going to apologize for that anymore, but I recognize that my brain works a little differently than some others. And yours might too, because of the things that you've been through. Maybe you don't necessarily understand why it's so easy for other people to do certain things and it's not for you. And you're making yourself wrong for that. Just learn how to cope with what it is that you got. Right, because we can rewire our neuro our, our neuro pathways. It's called neuroplasticity. We can change our brain. We can heal. There are so many modalities that we can use. That we can heal. I use NLP techniques all the time on myself, on my clients. NLP helps me to to rewire my brain. And I wouldn't be here if I didn't rewire a massive amount of my brain thus far. But there's still work to go, and that's okay. I'm done making myself wrong for it. I'm just going to work with it. I'm going to allow it to be my friend. I'm going to say, hey, this is the way that I work. So now I'm going to implement boundaries in my life. One of the things that I said to my coach, I'm like, hey, I've recognized this pattern that I'm overthinking. So just give me some time frames that you want me to have things done by. Give me some time frames that, okay, so I'm not overthinking it. When do you want me to have X, Y, and Z done? Because she'll give me certain tasks to do or there's 
you know, content that I'm watching and things that I'm learning from her. And then I feel overwhelmed by all of the knowledge and all the understand, you know, all the things that are, that I'm learning. And then I'm just like, okay, information overload. I'm not going to do anything. And that's what happens with the brain when we become overwhelmed. It's exactly what happens. Our analytical mind goes out the window. I know all of this <laughs> conceptually. I know all of this in my mind, right? But the pattern still shows up. So there's been periods of my life where I've been free from the massive amounts of overthinking. And those are the periods of time where it really feels like things are just flowing. That's a state of flow. And that's where I'm at right now. That's what I'm moving back into. But I just got lost there for a little while. And that's okay too. I've been running the pattern of overthinking for a couple months now. And I noticed like in my husband as we were having this three hour long conversation, Eric just has this innate ability to not overthink things. Oh my God, I just saw the most beautiful little hummingbird that was so crazy I've never seen one it literally flew right in front of my face as I was telling you guys this story that was I was actually got scared for a second I didn't know what it was I thought it was like a huge bug that was the sweetest thing ever I'm gonna have to look up the spiritual meaning of a hummingbird that was so cool it literally came like right here oh that was really neat maybe I'll do this more often come out on the deck <laughs> but as I was saying Eric had has this innate ability to follow his intuition his gut instinct and it's really beautiful to watch because he doesn't have he had a very very different upbringing than I did he had both of his parents they loved him they were there for him you know and he's obviously everyone has experienced hardships and trials but in terms of the difference in our upbringing the difference in our levels of trauma and emotional um, things that happen to me versus him, it's different. And so his brain works differently. So he has this ability to just kind of always follow his intuition. And interestingly enough, it's like <laughs> we were having this conversation the other day and he was like, yeah, I really didn't know that that's necessarily what I was doing. I just kind of have always followed my instincts and it's led me to where I am. And I've always been protected. I've always been like, blessed. I've always had life just kind of flow. And I just put my one foot in front of the other and I just went. And the next step was always given to me. And see, that's how intuition works. But for those of us who are overthinkers, we love to, to want to try to know the whole path before we ever get started. See, you can't know the whole path. And that's the pattern that I've been running is I wanted to know the whole path. How is this all going to work out? What's it going to look like five years from now? Am I going to get to my goals? Am I going to be where I want to be in five years? And the funny thing is that when we follow our intuition, we don't get to know the end result every time. And that has to be okay. That gets to be okay. Because that's the beauty of the journey. See, when we're on this path, <laughs> you wouldn't go to a movie that you knew exactly how it played out. You wouldn't spend money to see a movie that you knew the, the end result. That's why it's called a spoiler alert for a reason. 
right? Because you spoiled the movie for someone when you tell them the end result. Why would we want to live our life that way? But see, as overthinkers, we feel like we're in some level of control. We feel like we need to be in some level of control. When people like Eric live by their intuition, and he didn't know that that's exactly what he was doing. That's just the way that he lived. But now that he knows it, he can deepen his relationship with it and know he can trust it and know that he can listen to it all the time and know that it's going to guide him in the right path. See, we all have experiences of living in our intuition. We all have experiences of recognizing what intuition is and following that gut instinct. But guess what? We can live that way every single day, all day long. Did you know that? See, that's the funny thing. I knew this conceptually and I've had experiences of time where I've allowed the universe to take control. That's called surrendering. That's called surrendering to the greater plan. But see, as an overthinker, which by the way, if you identify as an overthinker, maybe it's time for us to start loosening the grips on that, which I did some work around this the other day myself. I said, do I believe that I'm an overthinker? And I release that belief because of course if I believe I'm an overthinker then I'm going to overthink we do what you know what we we take actions according to who it is that we believe we are so if I believe I'm an overthinker I'm going to overthink if I believe I'm a smoker I'm going to smoke if I believe I'm not a smoker I'm not going to smoke right you get the concept so where in your life Are you actually being guided down a path? But when you actually go to start taking the action, you overthink it. Talk yourself out of it. You question it. Is this really right? Is this really the path? What if I did it this way? This so-and-so said I needed to do it that way, and I needed to do it this way, and that. They're doing it this way. What about this way? What about that? Look at this person. They told me something totally different. Remember I, I read that book one time? I mean, it's like, what the hell? Just do the thing. (laughs) Like, what is going on here? Right? In the funniest way possible. In the least judgmental way possible. Look at yourself from that light. Because it might just be the way your brain works right now. And you're rewiring it. And you're growing. And you're healing. But part of getting to the next level in our journey is accepting where we are right now. I've been overthinking. Cool. Guess what? I know I'm doing it. Now I can become aware of the pattern when I'm doing it and I can shift. Because I have the power, see? And so do you. You always have the power. You never don't have the power. So just take your power back. Or just, well, again, you didn't really ever lose your power, right? So just recognize your power. You don't even have to take it back from anyone because no one has it but you. Maybe you have to take it back from your ego is a better way of saying that. So just take your power back. It's cool. We're good. No problem here. No freaking problem here because I'm going to know and notice and become aware of the things that I'm doing that are holding me back, like overthinking. And instead of overthinking, when I find myself overthinking, I'm going to stop what I'm doing right here. I'm going to five, four, three, two, one, and I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to do it. And ever since I realized I was running this pattern again, I've noticed with everything, not maybe not everything, 
but a lot of different things I've noticed. I'm like, oh my God, you went to go do this. And then you started thinking about it. Just do it. And I'm like, okay, cool. And that's how we rewrite, rewrite the story. That's how we rewire the neural pathway, by the way. That's how we gain the confidence. It's just by doing it. It's just by doing the damn thing. It's not thinking about doing the damn thing. It's not thinking about living your life. It's living your life. It's doing the thing. Because it's in the doing that we can create the results. See, the universe, we set the intention with the universe. We can't just sit around and wait for it to happen. Or we can't just take the action that we think is going to get us there and follow no guidance, follow no inspired action. Or when we get the inspired action... I know, how to, I know how to listen to the inspired action. I've built the rapport with my higher mind. I know when I'm being guided. And yet my ego's like, hey, are you sure? <laughs> are you sure that's the right way? Are you sure that's the right path? What if, it, what if it's this way? What if it's that way? So which voice are we going to listen to? Which voice are you going to choose to listen to? The higher mind? Your higher self or your ego? That's a choice we all get to make every day. It's a choice we all get to make every single day of our lives. So I want to invite you to just consider what it might be like to surrender into making decisions based on the inspired action that comes through. And just play with it. Just have some fun. See what happens over the next month, two months, six months, year. What would happen if you just started doing the things? You stop listening to the fear. You stop thinking about what's the worst case scenario or the what ifs. And you just started doing. Let's play this game together. Are you with me? Let me know you're with me. Tag me on Instagram. DM me. Let me know you're with me because I'm making a commitment to doing this. I'm going to give this the next six months, the next year of my life. I'm saying, you know what? I'm done overthinking. As soon as I recognize myself doing it, I'm going to take the inspired action. And I want to see how far I get. I want to see how far this goes. And I'm so open to the possibility because at the end of the day, higher self knows best anyway. And you're never going to be guided to do something that you're going to fall flat on your face. Your higher self didn't bring you here. The universe didn't bring you here so you could just fall flat on your face by following its guidance. Like that's literally insane. So let's make a commitment together that we're going to stop the overthinking, that we're going to take the inspired action, and we're just going to do it. And I want to hear from you as you get further along this journey and you create this progress in your life, okay? I want you to keep me in the loop. And let me know what happens for you. Because I actually truly believe that we're going to see miracles through this. I truly believe that there are things that are going to happen. That there's no freaking chance we could have ever predicted it. Because we let go of control. We surrendered. We stopped overthinking. And we took the inspired action. I'm really excited about this. Okay. Let me know if you're committed to this as well. DM me. Let me know you're committed to the surrender challenge. Let's call it the surrender challenge. And let's do this together. I love you. I can't wait to see you in the next episode. And I'll talk to you soon. Bye, queen. Bye. So at one point in this episode, uh, as I'm sitting on my deck, I ended up seeing a beautiful hummingbird that I literally thought was like a big bug. 
but it ended up being this oh my god it was it was crazy I've never seen anything like it so close to my face it literally just kind of flew right in front of my face and then it left just as quickly as it came and so I say in the episode that I want to figure out what that means um, what is the spiritual meaning of a hummingbird so I looked it up and I want to share it with you as we end and wrap up our time today So in many cultures, the hummingbird is a messenger of joy, love, and good luck. It's also often associated with healing and transformation. On a personal level, the hummingbird may represent something that you need more out of life, which is perhaps more joy, love, or good luck. So there we go. I'm sending you all of the joy, the good luck, and the love today as we wrap up today's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's experience. I know that spirit has gifted you a beautiful message that you're going to be able to take to make the income and the impact that you desire in this world. If you would do me a favor and leave me a review, it would really help to further this message and create a massive ripple effect in the world where other women are able to step into the wildly wealthy woman version of themselves and raise the collective wealth consciousness of the universe. So let's do this together. Share and definitely leave me a review if this information was powerful, potent, and pertinent for you. And I can't wait to see the ripple effect we create together. Bye, Queen. Until next time.